Everyone has memories of their time in high school. There's the time in junior year that you had that crazy math teacher, or that semester when you had an amazing English teacher. Or maybe there was that time that you helped pull off a senior prank, or reconnected with a long-lost friend from elementary school. Then there's that one memory we all share, pulling a tassel across your hat and receiving a stiff piece of paper from your principal. Graduation brings an end to these memories, but opens the door to the next stage of our lives. In four years, Layla and I collected more anecdotes than we ever imagined we would. All of these memories ultimately come together to create our own versions of high school. But after we leave, a great number of people stay behind, namely our teachers and school staff. These individuals have their own memories of the school, their own anecdotes, and their own visions. As we prepare to exit Pali, we want to take the opportunity to reflect on what Palo Alto High School, known more affectionately as Pali, means to the people who really know what this place is. This is the history of Pali. You're listening to The History Of, brought to you by KPLY, Palo Alto High School's 24-7 radio station. We're your hosts. I'm Liam Shalom. And I'm Layla Jane. On your first day at Pali, you'll notice that our teachers carry a great amount of pride in what they do. Mr. Bloom is an economic teacher here, and he's taught here for decades. He has a story about the common Pali fire drill. Probably my second or maybe my third year, but probably the second year. So that's going to be around 2000, 2001. And we still had all of these fire drills all the time. And I was a new teacher, and I was teaching economics, and I was teaching about supply and demand. And yet another alarm went off, and so we all had to go out. This was before we went to the fields. We went to different spots around campus. My spot was over behind the what is now the Mac, up by the fence, and um, we're just standing there. And I figured, oh, I got to do something. So instead of just standing there, I had a piece of chalk in my pocket, and um, I just started sketching supply and demand graphs on the back of the dumpster, and I continued with the lesson. Not too seriously, but everybody was standing around. They didn't necessarily mind. The best part about it was my boss, Tom Rowland, who was clearing the building and walking around, um, saw that I was doing something on the on the dumpster, and he, he came over and he just smiled and like nodded his head, and said, "If anybody was going to be, you know, drawing on the dumpster, it would be Bloom, you know." And so later on in the lunchroom, it was this idea about. Um, you know, he's so dedicated to learning that, uh, you know, he's he's going to get chalk and continue the teaching and learning of his students, which was perfect for me because I wasn't tenured. Um, it was a good sort of thing and then kind of endeared me with the department as just being a good old guy. But I think maybe this year you guys might be feeling it, but definitely that year, I, I don't know what it was, but kids were worn out about all of the... Um, fire alarms and how disruptive it could be. So part of it maybe was a little bit of like, it doesn't matter if there's a fire alarm, we're still going to keep learning. And part of it was is just like, let's do something besides just standing around. There's a certain fervor that Pali teachers have. They're willing to take that extra step and stick out their necks for their students. They take risks and they're willing to put in the extra effort to assure that their students are succeeding. 
The Pali staff is omnipresent. They are embedded within the campus. That leads us to our next story. The first person you're likely to see when you walk onto campus is Ernesto. My name is Ernesto Cruz and I am a campus supervisor at Palo Alto High School and I've been here 13 years. If you get a chance to see him not zooming around in his golf cart, he's likely to start up a conversation with you. Ernesto's story takes place on the last day of school. His story is about another staff member. How I get to meet and become friends with Mr. McNulty was the, about sports. The first day I was delivering cold slips, I went to his class. And then I remember when I got in, they were looking at a, a sport documentary. And what I really got my attention was that every student there was so focused in the class. And it was like not a normal class. You know, most of the time you got like 30 kids or less. That was like a 45 kids in that class. It was packed. And they have all kinds of kids, you know. You got the kids that like probably are straight A's. And some of the kids are like always cutting, but not that class. That's what it really grabbed my attention. After the years, I, I saw, you know, that he was a legacy here in, in, in the high school. I remember the last day, I was almost in front of his classroom, and I see a lot of kids running to that class. And it was rare for me because it was the final bell, right? I started looking around because I thought it was a fight or something. But no, I, and then I saw that 300 students around his class outside. And then they start clapping, and, 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 and I still didn't know what was going on uh, until he opens the door and everybody starts cheering for him. And I never seen him that, you know, that weak spot on him. And he started shaking and crying like uh, a kid. And I just realized that that was his last day, the last class. He cries, and, and, and it was very, very um, touch moment. For me, and I think for all the students and stuff. But Palo Alto High School students aren't always on good behavior. Hi, my name is Jerry Bergson. I'm the assistant principal at Palo Alto High School. I've been here 12 years. Mr. Bergson is the discipliner. He has a story about a senior prank that nearly drove off a cliff. Lots of things happen here at Pali, um, and some of the significant ones have been senior pranks through the years, whether it's putting uh, penguins on top of a roof to painting things in the grass or forking the grass. All sorts of things have happened, but the one that stands out to me most was my, my first year here at Pali where uh, a group of kids flipped a Volvo on top of the senior deck. So at the time, you show up, and it's just another day at work at Pali. The car caused damage to the senior deck. Given that this was school property, it became a legal matter. So one kid decides that he's going to take one for the team, and he comes in and says that he did it. So I guess he was the Incredible Hulk or something because it takes more than one person to flip a car. Uh, so he comes in, and fine, you know, there's discipline that goes on. And finally, I, you know, the police are about to come in. I ask him how old he is, and he was 18, which, it, which is a game changer. Uh, so he ended up being arrested uh, for a felony. The campus was up in arms. The senior class was up in arms. Uh, obviously, the news got a hold of it and ran with it for a while. The, the senior class came up with a slogan. I want to say it was Free Tom, which was from one of the books that they had recently read. 
And in fact, I want to say James Franco was the speaker at baccalaureate, and he started uh, his speech with Free Tom. But uh, the, the students had T-shirts made. It was a pit, pretty grand thing. Over, and it was just such a short period of time where, where all this, this stuff happened. And we're a week away from graduation. People have to you know, take finals. But it, it was uh, us versus them type of thing with the senior class at the time. And, and there's various reasons why, why that was going on. Uh, but I'm happy that turned out well. Again, great kid. It would be a shame for him to have a felony on his record going out into the world. It is Pally tradition to engage in funny business. Our teachers deal with it seven hours a day, five days a week, and over 30 weeks a year. That means the staff we've talked to so far have been at Pally for over a collective 5,000 days. However, few staff members have surpassed the time Mr. Lim has spent at our school. Okay, my name is Arnie Lim. Uh, I'm finishing my 33rd year teaching here at Palo Alto High School, 33 for math, and 26 as a teacher advisor. Every now and then, and mostly in upperclassmen classes, I've witnessed an adult walk into our classroom and thank the teacher at the front of the room. It is a refreshing moment. It's particularly moving, and Mr. Lim has a prime example. I was teaching class not too long ago, and in walks an adult, and it took me a little while to figure out that, oh, this was actually a former student of mine who was actually dropping in. And it was a little bit of an interruption because it was during class time. But she walked in, and she uh, wanted to thank me. And I was thinking, okay, what did I do for this person? <laughs> so here is the student. And I finally figured out, oh, yeah, that was the name. She graduated when? Oh, yeah, then. This was 20 years ago. But she goes ahead and talks. She wanted to thank me for supporting her, um, for uh, making her feel like she was actually worth something. As I started to recount in my mind what I did, I thought, okay, I had her in class. I had her in calculus. What was it in calculus that stood out? because she was someone who was in a class uh, that had a lot of strong personalities. And they weren't necessarily on the up and up type of personality either. They were a bit on the shady side sometimes. But here was this person who was really trying her best and I could see that things were clicking for her. When it came time to sign the yearbooks at the end of the year, I remember flipping through a yearbook. I wasn't looking for signatures, of course, because you're not supposed to do that for someone else's yearbook. But I looked through there and I realized, oh, okay, here's your standard voting for your senior polls. You know, best looking couple, best eyes, most fun on a stranded island, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so what I did was this, in her yearbook, I do remember this because I've only done this twice. I wrote in her, her yearbook, I think your classmates got it wrong. I think you are the uh, most likely to succeed. And I signed it. And honestly, I didn't think anything of it until 20 years later when she approaches me in the class saying thank you. We talked briefly to find out, you know, what she'd been doing since then. And what I didn't realize was, number one, when I had encouraged her with those little words in the yearbook, she was going through a very tough time at her household, um, which was in two households at that point. And now she is a doctor. And not only a doctor, she's a doctor who teaches other doctors. You never know when a little bit of kindness and a little bit of uh, attention, noticing something, uh, can make a difference. Students enter Pali with a very particular image of high school, conceptions formed by the bigger picture of Pali within the community. But by the time you leave, we have found that 
It's those minuscule details and narrow anecdotes that last. We want to thank Eric Bloom, Ernesto Cruz, Jerry Bergson, and Arnie Lim for sharing their stories with us. These are just small drops in the large well of stories that exist in this historic school. Next year will be the 100th anniversary of Palo Alto High School. Our story ends here. And as part of our final podcast as high school students, we encourage you to cherish those details and anecdotes of your time here at Pali. From KPOY Pali Radio, this has been Liam and Layla. Cheers. Thank you.